नमस्कार टू ऑल लवली सुपर मदर्स वेलकम टू सुपर मदर अनलिस्ट टुडे वी हैव अ गेस्ट हु इज अ स्ट्रॉन्ग मदर ऑफ अ हैंडसम प्रिंस हु इज वेरी टैलेंटेड एंड हिज मदर ऑलवेज एक्सटेंडेड ग्रेट सपोर्ट फॉर हिम शी इज अ ऑथर ऑफ हर रिसेंटली पब्लिश्ड टू बुक्स व्हिच आर बेस्ट सेलिंग and got lots of awards i love her because she is very passionate about her work and simultaneously manages her personal life and son so well although she knows her son is a special needs child but his intelligence and passion for his work made her really proud at this moment i'm really excited to hear the story from our guest today let's all hear more from her Let's welcome Michelle on our podcast. Hey Michelle, welcome to my show. Hello, thank you for having me. And I'm here in uh, Napa Valley in California. And uh it's a pleasure to join you today. So before starting this podcast, every mother would like to know how's your pregnancy journey. I'm sure it was magical. Share something about that journey, Michelle. Uh well I actually uh we adopted Mickey so I never uh went through a pregnancy. Okay. And um yeah, so that it was a long process, longer than 9 months of being pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So how challenging it was a challenging thing like you waited long to adopt him or how's that? Um, yeah, the whole process was about a year and a half. Okay. Um maybe longer. um to go to go through all the um you know we had to have an agency here then another agency and there was lots of testing and we went through um another adoption um it was called adoption options so that we would have a child that looks like us and um we had another country and um make three trips and it was a very uh, long long process okay Your son Mickey was born with hearing loss in both ears. And you come to know about it and how challenging was it for you to manage with him? Um we we still are not sure if he was born without or if it was a gradual thing that happened because we adopted him when he was about 16 months years old and they they didn't they told us told us he had ear infections but did not elaborate. or maybe they didn't know either that he was completely deaf and when we brought him to California we took him to an ear nose and throat specialist and they put hearing aids on him and then we figured that didn't work and so then we eventually had to go um to a specialized hospital where they did all the testing and then we found out he was in fact a candidate to have bilateral cochlear implants so that moment must be very shocking for you when you came to know that uh... Yeah, of course. Mhm. Very. What made you think to write both this book, Mickey on the Move, which you have written in 2021 and Mickey on the Move Farming 2022? A friend and fellow author uh sort of encouraged me to write a book about my son. Uh mm-hmm. and then thinking about it, I realized that there was there was a big need for um to educate children 
and not just children, but also adults about what exactly cochlear implants are Mm -hmm. and how the challenges and benefits they bring to my son and other recipients. And I wanted to do this in the simplest way uh, for people to understand. So my journey began right there to write uh, a children's book with a lot of illustrations. So how long it has taken for you to finish these books? Like when you started with first book, how long you had taken? Oh, it, it was quick. I, uh, you know, they're they're nonfiction mm-hmm. and they're simple, you know, children's books. It was more, you know, the process. What took long was the process because it was, you know, right in the beginning of COVID. Okay. And so, you know, people weren't working, even printers, publishers. It was very difficult to try and get uh, people on board to help and to get the process rolling. So, yeah, it was that was that was the biggest challenge. But I did them both within, um, you know, less than, probably both within a year. And then real life challenges came up, and I have a full time job, and you know, Mickey's education is priority, and it's kind of like kind of height here with um you know the challenges that come along he's 15 with both puberty and education and you know just life right now so okay. trying to figure things out but i um we read books all the time and and i read to him before bed and tonight he actually said to me i said okay i have to do some work now i'm going to cuz it's nighttime here i have to get on a podcast And mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to talk about Mickey and the Move, you know, your books. And he goes, okay, mom, write a number three now. You have to write your third book. And he goes, and I want it to be Mickey on the Move and all his bicycles. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he loves to ride, you know, bikes. So, so how different this book, like Mickey on the Move, to this Mickey on the Move farming? Um, they're pretty similar, and both have obstacles. which uh, other parents might face with their children who have cochlear implants and you know it's the first time we you know cochlear implants themselves have only been around for 25 years uh-huh that that in itself is di- different and so the first book kind of introduces the cochlear implant and illustrates you know exactly how it is how it works but then the challenge you know there is there's too much noise when Mickey goes to school and say the cafeteria or really any room where the acoustics are different or there's several people or there's metal clanking you know dishes pots and pans silverware and so in the first book um he's it introduces him and then he's you know the they the teacher thinks that it's an issue because he's eating lunch in the library every day but really he's just going there um to find quiet um where it's you know easier less overwhelming for him to hear and he still at uh, sophomore in high school eats lunch in the library because it's uh quiet and the second book talks about you know our everyday life here at home and we started out with four chickens during covid and now we have 16 mhm and it just kind of talks about the challenge there is you know he always is you know kids get wet they sweat a lot but if you're farming and things like that you're always you know have a tendency for a hose to shoot at you or whatever and he loves to swim and okay. at first when he was implanted they did not have a way for you to be able to ha- wear your cochlear implants and go swimming mm-hmm. and then since he was implanted 
they have developed an aquacochlear mm-hmm. and he can wear those whenever he's you know gonna get wet or at well if they're having a water balloon fight you know he's working out on the farm and thinks he's gonna get wet yeah uh, it's been a great a great development so it's very easy to wear what do you feel like because kids are always oh. on the move yeah no it's it's quite difficult and you know that was another thing i i was going to write making on the move board mm-hmm. because one of the other challenges is that you know he is keeping him on your head yes there's a magnet that attaches to another magnet yeah. inside your head and then essentially what goes and um you know you have the illustrations there from the book um in any of in both books there's an illustration of the ear the inside of the ear and the device itself so it's like you're wearing a little computer with a little battery around your ear and it you know sits around your ear as maybe a hearing aid would but then there's a magnet that also attaches to your head your skull yeah you know mm-hmm. so we you know just by me asking questions to other parents and such and you know always trying to you know listen in on other podcasts or read a lot i find you know literature and reading books to help educate me so i better understand and can help mickey to the best of my ability yeah um is very rewarding and you know we use like a men's wig tape so that when he's playing sports the cochlears don't fall off when he's running mm-hmm. so they his head better um headbands hats you know all sorts of things and so you you know but you it, you know inquiring asking questions and just kind of admitting that you need help is the best way to solve any problem true very true and nicely you have uh, explained this thing yeah if any child is having this special need like because of this you know hearing loss what is the one message you would like to pass this is the one which we can recommend to them cochlear implants or how it is yeah this is it's cochlear americas but it's in every country you know and there's it's it's an operation you know and it's expensive but there are funds mm. and i actually donated all the proceeds to my second book mickey on the move farming um to a foundation in which um helps people who can't afford helps children who can't afford uh cochlear implants helps them get the help they need or you know an operation and the right medical needs because of course you know it's looked at as it's like wearing glasses it's, it's not something you know it's not a heart transplant or a kidney transplant or something it's still looked at it as not a necessity which is quite unfortunate but the what you asked um the message yeah um, yes and i think you know for anybody that you know differences are what make this this entire world interesting mhm no no one person is perfect uh the most important person that we each have to learn to love is ourselves and i feel these days especially so many people do not take time for self care or recognizing their accomplishments and gifts and i think we all feel better with purpose Uh, and we we all have something to give back in this world and and encouraging our kids to just you know be their best and that you know where there's sort of like where there's a will there's a way it's going to be okay and we have to be their biggest cheerleaders and supporters and advocates 
that's our, as, as you know, being a parent, that's our biggest responsibility, I think. Right. Kids need love. Michelle, you are also the author whose book is best-selling and really creating a great impact, especially for those mothers who are having special needs children. I'm sure it's an emotional journey. Since you are already in this process, can you share how they can overcome emotional challenges in this procedure? Yeah, I, I think that um, like talking it out mm-hmm. and and sharing and like I mentioned earlier, asking for help, and, you know, and admitting that you need help is one of the is it an essential essential item to just do that. I mean, do it for your child because as it, as I said, we don't know everything. Emotions run wild in times of stress and fear and take a deep breath and just have a great, great support system around you, friends, family, what have you, I think is very, very, very important. And educating ourselves. As I was mentioning about reading, the more you can educate yourself, the less overwhelming it is. And the more that you can help your child cope with the difficulty or difference, you know, yeah. the better off family will be. Yeah, because I think the child is also getting connected through mother. So when they are watching their mothers are restless, they also find it really difficult for them to yes, becoming comfortable in this process. Yeah, absolutely. I was going through one of the interviews where you and Mickey were present and uh, spoke about your books and the farming that Mickey is doing. How did that path started for him? Since childhood, had he ever shared his interest in farming with you? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're very outdoorsy and we live in a town where it's the the history is uh, this whole valley is about agriculture. Oh, um, lovely. You know, really strong. And Mickey's dad is fourth generation here, farmer, mm-hmm. probably even, you know, more. And my family was in farming back in Illinois. Not Not like they are here, but this is like, you know, in California, we have year round beautiful weather Mm -hmm. and you know and so Mickey just loves to be outside I mean since a young child you know he would run through the vineyards and be eating grape off the grapevines and um, we eat very very healthy everything's grown in our garden and during COVID we started out with four chickens and now like I said we have 16 and um, we just bottled some honey Wow. We have two that are very, you know, and a, so fresh fruit, fresh eggs every day. And we love sharing it with our friends, too. Oh, I think we can, uh, you know, start a event called like One Day in Farm. Mickey's Farm. Wow. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. With the family, you know, when summer vacation start, everybody would like to go and, you know, enjoy in an open place. So I think yes. this would be an, a great event where a child is really taking care of his passion, growing all this. And uh, it's a hands-on experience. I think it's a great example for small kids who are about to get into these hobbies. They'll understand what is it all and uh, how much happiness it can bring to their life. I think they'll understand it more better way physically when they'll be there. Exactly. I agree 100%. Yeah. So I think we we are going to start this, yeah? Yeah, yes. (laughs) Michelle, being a mother, I'm sure you always take care of Mickey's food, which you cook and he loves the most. What is one thing which is his favorite? 
Um, he likes Italian, you know, like my spaghetti and meatballs.、Mm-hmm. But he also likes、uh, chicken soup and apple pie. <laughs> wow! Even meatballs. He loves that the most. I even me too. I love it. I it's so juicy. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So for him choosing the right diet, okay, and、uh, as you know, we always prioritize the best thing for our children. Which one element you always keep in mind while offering? Is it the taste or the nutritional value? Which one? I think both. I, you can't really.、Mm-hmm. You if you don't make it taste good, they're not going to eat it. Yeah.、Um, you know, and food is life. Like I said, in California, we have a year-round gra- garden, so we're eating from our backyard. Yeah. And like I start every everything off, you know, for dinner, I start off with olive oil and garlic. And then、wow. you know we just do fresh herbs. And,、yeah. Um, you know, the fresh herbs. Yeah. The fragrance is、on. so fresh. We eat a lot of dairy. Yeah. So you are getting all the vegetables from your backyard. Those all are very fresh. If I'm not wrong. Yes. Yeah, and the eggs. We use the honey. Everything is from right here. <laughs> It's amazing. Being an author and a mother, boss. Any special message you would like to pass on to the world? Especially mothers across the world, just love. The most important thing you can give child. It's the most important thing to every to everyone. Followed by you know the patience and attention that they need. Um, you know my my life is devoted to my son, and it has been since you know I got him. And no matter what challenges I faced, you know I went. His dad and I got divorced, and we found out he was deaf. You know, and other things that come up. You know, we had a pandemic. There's a war going on. Yeah. And no matter what,、um, a child, if we're devoted, the love and devotion that we can give to our child、True. is so important. I'm sure, Michelle, every child should read these books、mm-hmm. and understand the importance of loving themselves rather than thinking and comparing themselves to others. What's your thought on this? I believe that、um, that's、mm-hmm. the most important, and、um, yeah. assuring them that differences are what makes the world interesting. No one's perfect.、Um, love yourself.、Mm-hmm. Just you know, go with it. We have so many gifts. What one person can't do, another one can do great. And you know, if we all work together rather than against each other, yeah, then it's a beautiful world. And it could be a beautiful life. Yeah, I think we need to educate every child that love yourself, don't hate. Yeah. Sometimes what happen when kids are coming together in the school, and if any child is a special need, it's very difficult for them to mingle with the normal child, the normal、yeah. child to them. So it's very important to understand that humanity is much more important than anything in this world. Yeah. Yes, yeah? that's true. Yeah. yeah. The heart should go and mingle to a beautiful heart rather than trapping them. That's what、yes. I feel. It's really、oh, important. Yeah, you gave me the chills. Yeah, so true. So Michelle, being a mother and taking care of kids is always challenging for all of us. But the way you are taking care of Mickey, I'm sure it is setting an example for lots of mothers who have special needs children. Hats off to you, Michelle. I'm requesting all the mothers to listen this episode and shower love to Mickey. 
I'm so proud of him. He's following his passion. He knows his goal in life. But one thing which really impressed me is that he is not chasing anything which can make him tired. That's why he is completely enjoying his life. Uh I I just think that love love each other, encourage each other, be there for one another as some parents have mm-hmm. to serve. Yeah. And all we all need is more more love. That that's really important. More power to you. Give lots of strength to other mothers. I'm sure this episode can make a great difference throughout the world. Mothers who are sitting in every corner in the world can listen to this episode and can empower their mind that it's it's always okay. See, it's God gifted. We can't choose someone really good over someone is not good. So it's yeah. it's okay. We just need to have that power to nurture that soul and bring a good life. So with that, we have come to the end of this episode, and please. do share this podcast with your friends your colleagues and all the mothers in your network i would also like to request all my listeners to please share your thought views feedback about today's episode and if you have any topic on which you want me to cover on my podcast please write to me would love to receive your comments i will see you next week till then bye bye